following is a presentation of Team Glory Sports. Since 2002, since Chesapeake High was formed from the split of North Hall, the War Eagles and the Trojans have played every season in high school football. The night marks the 22nd time the two teams have played. The Trojans have dominated the series, winning 19 of the 21 previous games. And tonight, both teams looking for a big Region 8 quad A win. For North Hall, they had to win to stay in contention to be one of the top four teams going to the state playoffs. While for Coach Stuart Cunningham and his War Eagles, they're looking for their first win of the season. Well, you got Highway 60, Thompson Bridge Road, Dahlonega Highway, which separates, that's the dividing line between these two schools, between North Hall and Chesapeake. We'll tee it up and get ready for the Battle of Highway 60 as 97.5 Glory FM presents the Longstreet Cafe pregame show. Then at 7.30, time for the kickoff of Friday Night Football in North Georgia. As we bring you the very best in high school football coverage, it's time to kick things off now. 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ Radio presents Friday Night Football in North Georgia. Welcome to the countdown to kickoff of tonight's game with the Longstreet Cafe pregame show. Let's go to the field for tonight's game on 97.5 Glory FM. And hi, everyone. Welcome once again to Friday Night Football in North Georgia live from Lincoln Trail Stadium at the Brickyard at North Hall. Along with Gary Glenn, Ron Poole, Joe Gailey, Mike Weffert, Factor Studios producing game Nathan Laddie. We bring you high school football action live from North Hall with a game that started back in 2002 with Chesapeake taking on North Hall. I asked the coaches about if this game's a rivalry. Bob Christmas back in the day, Joe said, it's not a rivalry until you start having even number of wins and losses where North Hall has dominated this series. I think the reason a lot of people think it was a, is a rivalry game, Mike, is because the, the so for so long, I mean, well, since the 50s, uh, North Hall drew from the community that Chester T is in. And I know I went to Sardis Elementary, which is just right behind where uh, Chester T High School is. And so everybody knows everybody. I know we talk a lot about that during the season, but literally everybody knows everybody, and they're all probably kin to one another as you go, go through the, the lineups tonight. And, uh, you know, grandmas, grandmas, aunts, everybody is either going to, again, go to church, go to school together, know each other from way back when or whatever. And so, you know, it's, just, it's a, from that standpoint, it probably is a rivalry game. The record is 19-2 North Hall. The North Hall's been pretty good for all those years, that's for sure. Well, I'll tell you, the idea I had, just like with the oar down with the Battle of Oakwood between John and West Hall, I'd love to get just a, a road sign from DOT with the Georgia Highway 60 sign on the back of it. But the name of each winner from that standpoint is a trophy case until the next time around that somebody wins that thing, you know? Battle, Battle of Highway 60, you, you so happily named that about 22, 23 years ago, and that's what it is. Uh, every time, because we'll see them in all three sports uh, during throughout the season, and, uh, you know, it's, it's a fun game to watch, fun game for us to be at. But an uh, important ball game tonight because a Region 8 Quad A match that both teams coming off losses from their last ball game. Of course, the War Eagles are, un- are winless so far this season for first-year coach Stuart Cunningham, who was here, and now he's seen the other side of the Battle of Highway 6. Yeah, he's on the other side. Yeah, over at uh, Chester T this year, had some uh, internal issues early this year. You saw that. Now he's got a lot of young guys. He's only got 40 on the roster, a lot of JV players that have moved up, uh, got some a lot of underclassmen playing. But, uh, you know, I, I watched some film on them against the game they played against Madison County. Madison County won that one. But you know, late in the game, the offense for Madison County, for, uh, excuse me, Chesapeake looked pretty good. They ran the ball, passed the ball pretty well. So let's have to see what they do tonight. Now, North Hall coming off a disappointing loss last week. You know, if their offense gets going tonight, it could be a long night for Chesapeake. And you just cannot commit the mistakes you did in last week's ball game and True. have any chance against anybody, including Chesapeake went tonight, which North Hall is a prohibitive favorite to win the football game. We'll tell you much more about it as we count down to kickoff. Gary and Ronald join us here on the Long Street Cafe pregame show on 97.5 Glory FM. 
Hi, Hope Bunch, the voice of Longstreet Cafe. Mary, did you know Longstreet Cafe supports great programs like FCA? Northeast Georgia FCA is working to see the world transformed by Jesus Christ through the influence of coaches and athletes. And they do a great job of making their mission work through the E3 strategy of making disciples who make disciples. I remember that from my days in school. Yeah, FCA has been around a while. Hey, now, find out more at ghcfca.org. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Ear Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at ConditionedEarSystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 830 and 1130 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. The way you live your life has changed. You have new priorities, new technology, new opportunities. Jackson EMC has created the ideal home for you, one that reflects your new lifestyle. It's called Right Choice Homes. Every Right Choice Home is guaranteed to be energy efficient, comfortable, and receives our lowest energy rate. Right Choice Homes. Energy efficient. Guaranteed. Only from Jackson EMC. Welcome back to the Long Street Cafe pregame show on 97.5 Glory FM. And we are back here at North Hall after the playing of the National Anthem. Now think about the military who may get involved in the conflict over in the Middle East. We pray for that this evening. As we get ready to count things down to the kickoff at 7.30 between Chester T and North Hall. Gary's getting a little rained on down there the field side here. We'll see how that might affect the ball game this evening. Down there, Gary? Yeah, it's a, a light mist right now, but with the potential to get heavy. If it gets, I'm under the tent right now, yeah. but of course, I can't be, I won't be able to see anything much if I stay here because all these guys are going to be in front of me. But yeah, it could have, a, have an effect on the game, particularly if you're looking at the record setting duo of Tanner Marsh and Riles Perrier. Joe, I know you probably got those stats as well. and um, Tanner's already got career passing yards, career passing TDs, single season attempts, single season passing. He's got 1,320 yards passing already and a career of 2,134. Perrier is only 24 yards behind Bo Whitmire's career receiving yardage record of 974. If he gets 50 yards receiving, he'd be the first Trojan to ever amass 1,000 career receiving yards. And we had some great talent that's come through here. So that's kind of saying something right there. Well, and for the longest time, North Hall was known, I think Mike and Echo this, was more known as a running team, just like East Hall was back in the day, Ron. Yeah. And so having a 1,000-yard pass receiver is pretty, it's a pretty big deal for the old mountain schools up here. Uh, well, yeah, it is because uh, <clears throat> nobody threw the ball much for years and years. Uh, it was all running offense, you know, back in the day we – when we played, it was the eye and the beer and occasionally the wishbone, which is all running offense. And now everybody's like West Coast and, and run and shoot. They just wing it all over the field. Well, Ron Amir, back in the year in 2004, and you and I were doing TV back then along with radio here at WGTJ. And back then, getting Brandon Garcia back in the day, which mm-hmm. now Tanner Marsh has passed. And also Fabian Jackson, who led the team to a state playoff run. And even going back to the day we were talking to Sam Borg about the Hall of Famer Danny Thomas in the years he played here back in the early 70s, we've had some great quarterbacks here that he is here. And go back to his story. The guy wasn't even playing quarterback two years ago. Yep. And he comes when he gets hurt last year. He had played very little quarterback before this year, and he is the talk of this whole North Georgia area in my mind. He transferred in, and he, he's done a phenomenal job. You know, Tanner has it. You know, he's. 61 yards a game, or uh, yards per game as far as uh, what he's running the ball. Passing the ball is over 100 yards a game. 16 passing TDs, um, nine rushing TDs, so he's accounted for 25 touchdowns, Riles per year. And he's got uh, 
six TDs through there, 75 yards a game receiving. You know, and, and Gary, Ron, that, you know, these, that, that uh, duo right there. And, of course, you can't leave out Tate Ruth because he's got 90 yards a game rushing the ball, so he's toting his load too. Absolutely. And, and Marsh, if he has another couple of good games, he's going to become a 2,000-yard offense kind of guy. Yep, exactly. That's really something. That's now, a- Gary, the big thing right now to be concerned about with Coach Pender is the number of points the defense has given up during these region games so far this season. Yeah, and uh, but they've averaged about 34 a game, but they've given up about 26. Yeah. So that's something. That is a concern. It's got to be a concern for Pender and his staff because you just can't get into the region and get into the playoffs and be giving up that kind of uh, those kind of points. Well, look at the, the schedule they got. North Hall is off next week. They return to play in on the 26th. They're going to play a Thursday night down in Athens at the Jungle at Sears Shows. That game was moved from Friday the 27th to Thursday the 26th because of the lack of a number of officials over in the Athens area. Then they'll wrap things up in our next broadcast game here for North Hall on the final Friday night of the season of November the 3rd against East for South, and that's going to be the game. Yeah, that'll determine a lot. Of course, you know, when Cherokee Bluff did what they did last week, it sort of through that whole playoff scenario. I mean, North Oconee's the class of the league. There's no question about that. But that yeah. second and third spot now, it's kind of up for grabs, isn't it? Well, you got North Oconee's obviously number one to undefeated. East Forsyth is next with the one loss. Then Madison County is next. Then North Hall and Cherokee Bluff are tied. Now, North Hall has the, the split on that because they actually beat Cherokee Bluff a few weeks back. So they've got the advantage from that standpoint. But I see North Hall having to win out to possibly finish second. Yeah, but they're going to have too. to get an East Forsyth loss in there for sure and even a Madison County loss. I think that's right. And. Tonight, though, shouldn't be any trouble for the Trojans. You're playing a team, basically, which is totally rebound. They're, they're basically playing a lot of people that would normally be playing on the JV. Mm-hmm. They give up 48 points a game, the fifth most in all of quad A. They score only about eight a game, which is fourth fewest points in all of quad A football throughout the state of Georgia. Uh, so. you, you mentioned North Hall, Gary. They, you know, you've been out of 34 points a game. That's 11th. Uh, scoring in 4A. Yeah. Uh, so you, you, you're looking at scoring a, when you offense 11th versus the bottom side on the, as far as how I many they're scoring. So that's that's going to be a tough road to hoe. And, you know, Absolutely. you kind of think that North Hall might be a little aggravated after that. You think? Disappointed loss last week with the yeah. three turnovers there late in the game. It well, really hurt them. And it turned into a shootout, 49-35. And for a while there, it went back and forth, back and forth, until finally Madison County with that uh, triple option offense, you know, pulled away a little bit. But. Yeah, I think they're smarting a little bit. I think they may have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder tonight. Yeah. As you guys have already said, a lot of these kids know one another. It's a rivalry game. Uh, I expect the Trojans to come out and try to put a dagger in the heart of the War Eagles very quickly. Well, the big thing before we go to the break is last week, North Hall had the lead 35-34. Then the Red Raiders scored two fourth-quarter touchdowns. Took that long drive to seal it there in the last couple of minutes with a long drive. North Hall just couldn't stop on an 85-yard drive. But the big thing is now... We've seen how it is at North Hawk and defense can get some three and outs. Then we'll see what the Trojan offense can do this evening. Coming up next, we'll continue with our Long Street Cafe pregame shows. We count down the kickoff of the Battle of Highway 60. It's Chesapeake and North Hall on 97.5 Glory FM. Give me an L, give me an O, give me an N. Hope Bunch, the voice of Longstreet Cafe, what you doing? I'm putting our cheer together for our tailgate season. Whether you're taking our home-cooked favorites to the game or eating with us afterwards, we've got something for everyone. So what can I do to help? Glad you asked, Mary. I need you to take care of our mascots. No, 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 wait. Thanks, Mary. And they'll need to stay at Cheer House, too. <sighs> she did it to me again. Longstreet Cafe with two Gainesville locations. Opportunities are often found in the most unexpected places. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. After 48 years in business, we've seen a lot of opportunities along with some pretty big challenges. Sometimes they're one and the same. If you have an opportunity for a new business partner or a current challenge in your office, turn to us at Duplicating Products. We'll do everything possible to deliver the best solution and an honest partnership. Call us at 770-532-9932 and see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. 
and they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Hey, it's Coach Mark Richt here. Everyone knows defense wins championships. And if you're not using EMC security to defend your home and family, you need to step up your game. They're who I use for home security and cameras, and you should too. I've scouted them all, and there's no better choice. With EMC Security's no contract and local service, they are a clear number one. So give them a call or visit them online at emcsecurity.com. That's emcsecurity.com. Now, back to the Longstreet Cafe pregame show on 97.5 Glory FM. So at the pageantry of high school football, it is here this evening from North Hall at Lincoln Trail Field at the Brickyard. Huge crowd, community game. Chester T in North Hall, Region 8 quad A matchup. Now time for starting lineups. Here's Joe Gailey. For Chester T, the War Eagles, Coach Stuart Chester. They're on the offensive side of the football. Stuart from, Cunningham, by the way. Stuart Cunningham. Well, I say Chester. I yes. did say Chester, yes. didn't I? The, uh, the, the receivers tonight, Eli Range, number 13, and number 20, Charlie Bradshaw, the tight end, number 14, Deacon Wilson. The line, tie, tackles are number 72, Alex Contreras, 71, Carlos Jordan. Guards, Brendan Carlson, number 74. And the other guard is number 62, Justice Robinson. The center will be number 75, Blake Magala. Quarterback, number 34, Colton Still, one of the young guys that's having to move up, take on that responsibility. With Colton Still, number 35. And then the tailback, number 10, Ben Plemons. And the halfback with number 15, Kaysen Goss. The kicking kickoff man will be Isaiah Glez, and Nate Brazier will be the punter. North Hall's defensive will on the front side. They'll have Matthew Arceo, defensive end number 34. Defensive tackles number 61, KJ Merritt, and number 55, Landon Potter. Number 35, the other defensive end, Tanner White. Tonight they're doing a little something a little different. They're doing a 4-4-3. The linebackers will be number 44, Dalton Halsey. 33, Trey Patterson, 8, Zeke Harris, and 12, Parker Carlton. And then they're not going the traditional two cornerbacks, North Hall's not. They're just going with three defensive backs. One is number 18, Connor Free, number 17, Walter Davis, and number 14, Mason Carey. That'll be the defense for North Hall. For the uh, North Hall offense, Coach Sean Pender, the receivers, you got 25, Corbin Sosby, and number one, Riles per year. Uh, the other receiver will be number 20, Ty Kemp, the tackles. Or the tight end, excuse me, Brecken Kirby, number two. Now the tackles, Mason McGill, number 75. Number 73, Cade Hawthorne. The guards, 59, Thomas Green, and 54, Charlie House. Number 77, Eli Ham will be your center. Your quarterback will be number four, Tanner Marsh. And your running back, number three, Tate Root. Your kicker will be Akeem Reyes and your punter, Parker Dale. On defensively for the Chester T. War Eagles, you'll have uh, on the defensive end, Hayden Sullins, number 64. Defensive tackle, 74, Brendan Carlson. Defensive tackle, 79, Nate Brazier. And defensive end, the all-main team, number six, Sazo Dalihai. Linebackers, number seven, Brian Silguero. Number seven, number 10, Glenn, Ben Clemens, and number 15, Cason Goss. The cornerbacks will be Marcus um, Cujardo, great team, number 20, Charlie Bradshaw, and the safeties, number nine, Hector Espinosa, and number 13, Eli Raines for Coach Stuart Cunningham. Coming up next here on 97.5 Glory FM, hopefully we'll have the coin toss and the kickoff of Friday Night Football in North Georgia here on 97.5 Glory FM. Hi, Hope Bunch, the voice of Longstreet Cafe. Mary, did you know Longstreet Cafe supports great programs like FCA? Northeast Georgia FCA is working to see the world transformed by Jesus Christ through the influence of coaches and athletes. And they do a great job of making their mission work through the E3 strategy of making disciples who make disciples. I remember that from my days in school. Yeah, FCA has been around a while. Hey now, find out more at GHCFCA. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at siphonlogistics.com. 
We love North Georgia. Working here, living here, and eating here. We have fresh, delicious, and unique goodies made right here locally. Our provision section continues to grow as we're featuring local foods, rubs, spices, and mixes. Everything you need for all your get-togethers. Wow, that's a fancy way to say really good tailgating treats. And you'll also use them for hostess gifts, charcuterie boards, anything you're looking for, something unique and delicious. Stop by and see our mouth-watering provisions at Autry's Ace Hardware, Thompson Bridge Road in Gainesville. Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. Dear Lord, we come to you this evening on behalf of all of our athletes, coaches, students, administrators, and fans of every school in this great area of ours. God, we ask that you would protect each one involved in our contest tonight, keeping them from injury. And it's our prayer that whatever's done tonight, whether it's coaching, playing football, playing an instrument, cheering, or simply offering encouragement, may it all be done with enthusiasm and something done for the Lord and not for men. May tonight's event honor and glorify our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And it's in his name we make this prayer. Amen. Celebrating 25 years of broadcasting the excitement of local high school football, 97.5 Glory FM WGTJ presents Friday Night Football in North Georgia. Tonight's game is brought to you by Conditioned Air Systems, NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine, Jackson EMC, Duplicating Products, Riverside Pharmacy, EMC Security, Siphon Logistics, Autry's Ace Hardware, North Hall Tire and Wheel, Representative Lee Hawkins, and by Millie's Drapery and Decorating. It's time for the kickoff of Friday Night Football in North Georgia on 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ. Midfield with Gary Glenn. You're going to call the toss, right? You're calling. All right, we'll step down here. President Eisenhower is heads, and the eagle on the back is tails. We made the call, and I'll refer it to him, and we'll toss it and touch the ground, okay? Tails, call tails, touch the back. It is heads. Heads it is. North Hall has won the toss. They want the ball. North Hall won the toss and they want the ball. All right, so you see how that's going to be. So the War Eagles will kick things off to start things off here on Friday Night Football in North Georgia. You look at the bragging rights of this one. So what can the Trojans do to start things off here, Joe? Yeah, you got to get the picture, folks. You got Chester T all in white with their dark helmets, the burgundy numbers. North Hall all in green with the dark helmets. And white numbers. Captains for Chester T tonight, number nine, Hector Espinosa. Number 10, Ben Clemens. Number 13, Eli Reigns. And number 72, Alex Contreras. For North Hall, you've got number two, Brecken Kirby. Number four, Chandler Marsh. Number eight, Zeke Harris. And number 18, Connor Free. Our officiating crew tonight. The man in the white hat is Ray McAllister. The umpire is Rodney Beck. Headline judge is Scott Leach. Line judge Ricky Welchel. Field judge Robert Troes. Side judge Stephen Caudell, electric clock operators Keith Mullinax, and the playcock is Kenny Winters Jr. So we got a veteran crew, guys. Well, and, and if you look at it, uh, Gary, my, and I've had the opportunity to referee some basketball with four of these guys, and four out of the group uh, has got well over 100 years, so I know they've got over 100 years total. Uh, just between Ray and Rodney and Ricky and Stephen. I've uh, been able to, to referee basketball with those four guys and enjoyed it and, and uh, sort of taking a little a little ribbon from Ray talking to you there before. So yeah. good, good to have him down there. Good to, good to see him tonight. Well, I was coming up, but it's slacked up a little bit. I'll stay down here as long as I can, man. But if it gets uh, raining on me like it did over at Cherokee Bluff. Isaiah Gless is the kicker for Chester team. They've got a decent crowd on the far side, about half one set of bleachers full maybe if you combine everybody together north hall with a really good crowd on their side it is junior trojan night tonight so they recognized all of the kids from six-year-olds up through the sixth grade and then ron they added on the band they added eighth grade band members to play 
with them in the national anthem tonight, so that was kind of cool. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, getting a, getting every, everybody, the young kids, ready for being the, the real thing. Yeah, it's nice to have them in here. Getting them out. I know a couple weeks ago they had the alumni band. Yeah, the, and The green haze has kind of faded out, but the smoke hasn't. Well, you can smell it. That's just nasty. But anyway. Amen. <laughs> the, uh, you got Riles per year, Parker Carlton back deep for the Trojans. The white clad with the dark helmets, Chester T. War Eagles are ready to line up, ready to kick. Isaiah Glez, number one, stands at the 30, waiting on the white hat to signal and say, here we go. He's waiting on smoke to clear, probably. He might be. You know, we thought this Mary Tucci's whistle does Mr. McAllister. Tomey's leather. Good high kick. It'll come down on the far side to per year about the two. Five, ten. One guy chasing him. Fifteen cuts inside. Tripped up right there at the 14-yard line, and we got a flag back right, at the ten. Right behind the, right behind the play. Yep. And the referee threw it. Flags at the ten. And let's see what we've got. It's going to be a uh, oh, crack back. Crack back block, what we had. Yep. Might have been Charlie Bradshaw on the tackle. Very familiar name. His last name anyway, huh? The Bradshaw? Yep. yep. He, I believe that is his uh, grandson. Wayne's yeah, grandson, I think. Yeah, I think that's Joe's son. Yeah. Charlie listed as all of uh, 5'9 and 135 pounds. <laughs> Well, Joe wasn't that big either. No, Joe yeah. wasn't very big. He's still not that big. All right, after the penalty, they'll start North Hall Will on their own five-yard line, half the distance from the penalty. So they'll be first and ten at the five for the Trojans. You'll have Tanner Marsh. He'll be the quarterback. Tate Ruth will be off to his right. And they're way on the far end from us. Yep. I'm having to stretch my neck out, which is not long anyway. Now he kind of flip-flop sides with all the receivers, three of them flipping over to the other side. Sosby. Kemp, Breck, and Kirby in at a tight end. And they're going to fake and go over to two, give it off to number 12, who goes the other way. That is Parker Carlton in the backfield. Parker gets all of about four yards, maybe three, second down and seven now for the Trojans just underway here from the brickyard. Carlson was in on that stop, I think, along with Nate Brazier, a couple of the bigger down linemen. You know, that kickoff, Joe, was lost in that haze for a little bit. I think it might have been. That, you know, it looked uh, that like football he was just disappeared and all that smoke. And- well, whoever committed the penalty was hoping he would dis- was disappeared in the, <laughs> the haze, too. Back back in the shotgun is Marsh. Moves per year. Now he goes back. Pass out to Perrier. Perrier catches it at the five. Trying to get it. No, and a good job. Good pursuit yeah. by Chester T. And they knock him back to the eight. Boy, Eli Range came in and just laid a good open field tackle on him. You know, that because Chester T. read it right away. Just just like as the old coach in their mail. You know, Mike mentioned it early on. A lot of these coaches, obviously, from, from that are at Chester have been in North Hall. They studied each other, know what each other's going to do, probably. See each other in 7-on-7 camp and all the other, so they're going to know each other a lot. Three wide outs, two on the far side. The pass comes over here to Perrier on this side. Caught it at about the 13. Up near the 20. Yep, now he's up near the 20, so that'll be enough for the first down. Hit immediately by Kaysen Goss, number 15. First, first down of the evening for either team. 1034 Martin, North Hall first and 10 at their own 20 now. But Joe, right now, Chessie's making it tall. They are playing good defense so far, led by Sullins, Carlson, Brazier, and Dolly High. Everybody in tight. They go to Perrier on a sweep, going to the far side, trying to get outside. Now he cuts back in and spins, moving good pursuit by everybody in white. About four guys Boy. in the Chester T uniforms knocks him a, down. Give a couple of yards back. Chester T's really pursuing. North Hall may want to just try to uh, offset that up by field. going vertical. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Going well, the, the umbrellas are going up, man, because it started. Yeah, the it's rain is coming can, down Yeah, now. you can no. see. Two wide outs, far side, split on either side. They go right to the middle, go to Carlton. Carlton's going to get across the 30 to about the 31, pretty close to 31. And a first down. And it looks like a first down. Yeah, they'll stop it, give him the first down. And that'll be the second first down of the night. Start that clock. As Coach, Mc, or I call him Coach McAllister, the head officials like, wind that thing. Let's play ball. Here we go. Everybody's in fairly tight. He puts per year in motion. Goes the other way. Marsh does running across the 35 to the 40. Run out of bounds around a 42. They're gonna spot it in 41. Yep. Where they say he stepped out of bounds, but he got another first down. Stepped out at the 41. It'll be another first down. Three. 
basically in a row, 9-20 left here in the first quarter. When they're doing what they want to do, they're moving the chains, mm-hmm. even though they started way back under their own goalpost nearly. On the five. Yeah. They start again. They've got three wideouts, two on the near side, balls on the far hash mark. Handoff, no. He's going to, Marshall's going to keep it himself. Gets caught up right in the middle. He gets about five yards across the 45 to about the 46. Ball down on the far side. Looked like number seven, Brian Seguero, a linebacker. Gary came in there and on the tackle. Second down, about five yards to go. Gary's right here with me. I was looking up in the rain and pretty good now, so I don't blame him for being up here for sure. Wideouts on either side, two on the near side, balls on the far hash mark. Kirby is off the line a little bit at the tight end position. Back to pass is Marsh. Marsh looking, throws it up high over the top. Complete down there to Corbin Sosby caught on the 23-yard line of Chester T. Wow, he was well covered, too. He was. Or, or was it intercepted? Well, it may be. Let's see what they got because uh, the, the number 18's down there with the ball. I think I think he took Marcus, it away from him at the end. I think he was already yeah, down. Yeah, Marcus that's what they're going to say. Yeah, with yeah. The, but the Chester T players were signaling in their way. but Well, and their coaches were coming out on the field and pointing the other way, but they came with it. First down for North Hall after the long pass down to the 22. And they're going to be a penalty because North Hall started to snap and he only moved it about a foot and a half. Well, Chester T for the most part has been in a 4-3 all the way down the mm-hmm. line. Yeah. And they, they've got good lateral pursuit, but uh, vertical they're, they're having a problem. Ron, yeah. I know you remember this. The first time we had a rain rained out at North Hall, well, Chesty played North Hall. Remember a guy named Chad Sage? Yep. It's homecoming for North Hall that night, too, and they had to do homecoming here on the concrete Eight. before the days of the artificial. 33 Dragon. on the clock. Mm-hmm. Four wideouts, two on either side. Ball on just inside the far hash mark. Hand off to Ruth. Ruth looking for a hole. Got one down the 20, down inside the 20 to about the 19-yard line. After the penalty picked up about... Eight yards. It'll be second down in seven. Yeah, that is second manageable now because you got, you got, uh, you know, it's like getting three on first down. Well, one thing about it, Joe, you know this. I guess uh, East Forsyth, for example, they can't do this kind of thing. Now four wideouts going to hand off to Ruth again. Ruth not trying to get behind any fights, and then they're going to push him and push him and push him across the 15 down to about the 13 yard line, 13 and a half. It'll be third down in short yardage for the Trojan with 746 left in the first. Ruth came into this game at 627 yards rushing already. Mm-hmm. He's got a really good chance of being a thousand yard rusher this year. So Ty Kemp comes out. Sosby goes back in. Tate Ruth is the running back. Parker Carlton over beside him. So a full backfield with a running back on either side of Tanner Marsh. Going to hand off to Carlton. Carlton tries to skip across and shift his weight and go the other direction he, behind he, Thomas he, Green and Eli Ham. Only got about a yard. Might have got it. I, I think he got the first down anyway, and they are signaling first yep, down. They're going to say first down. He got the he two got, that he needed. He got just enough. <laughs> going to be down to the 11-yard line, first and 10 at the 11. So they could get another first down at the one if they needed to, 7-14 in the quarter. Perrier comes over. They're going to stack the receivers all on this side. Perrier's going to go to the far side. Kirby's at a tight end ball on the far hash mark. Marsh, empty backfield. Going to hand off to Perrier coming around this way with a sweep. The 10, the 5, looking for the corner. Touchdown, Trojans, I believe. Yes, it is. It's a 95-yard drive. 95-yard drive. You just heard Gary say and got just inside the pylon. Did Perrier. Ruth was out there trying to lead a block, and he was able to get it. For the first score of the game, 6:54. They kept the ball almost half the quarter. They, they did got, that, five minutes and uh, four or six seconds. 5:06 on the drive. That's what coaches all love. Ty you Kemp is the holder. Away. Law of the snapper is Mason Carrick. Kemp's the holder. Akeem Ray is the point after try up. And it's on top of the field house, and it is good. 7-0 Trojans. Illinois Orthon League, 7-0 back in one minute on 97.5 Glory FM. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're representative to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. Thank you, North Hall. 
This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819. Now back to the game on 97.5 Glory FM. Deep player catches it, and North Hall player is going to tackle the man with the ball. The man with the ball was number 20 right there, and that was Charlie Bradshaw, and he, he got tackled right there at the 24, I believe is where they're going to say the 24-yard line is forward progress. So Chester will have their first chance with the football with 6.48 left here in the first well, quarter. Well, Joe looks like they're going to give him the 25. Well, maybe stretched on out there and got it. I don't know. Well, when the sporter, watch it when the center is going to get about another half a yard as soon as he picks <laughs> up, up there. There you go. See? Yeah. yeah. Cross right. 25 now. Colton Steele up under center. Going to hand off to his running back this time, and that's going to be Ben Plemons. Plemons is going to go across and get about four yards. Nice little game for Plemons. Yeah, right up the gut. Mm-hmm. Hey, Joe, I'll tell you a quick little funny story. He's talking to Sam Board, the athletic director before the ball game. He said they're getting nets behind the goalposts for next season. Oh, really? No more on top of the field house. <laughs> so they don't have to have a ladder to get up there. I especially, especially on the right end of the old field house, yeah. That was Parker Carlton on that stop, guys, over there. Second down, six yards to go for the War Eagles. One wide out on the far side, that's Bradshaw. Reigns is in tight on the other side. They're going to do a little fancy play, give off to the halfback, Case and Goss. And Goss Look, got about three. 33 got him by the leg 30. and held him. Got up to the 32, 33, you say, with a stop? Yes. Trey Patterson. Okay. Patterson in the game now. Listed at 5, 10, 1, 7. Big, nine, big 99 Luke Tyner was in the game and came out. Defensive line for the Trojans. Third down, three yards to go. They got to get to the 35. Do the War Eagles. Isaiah Gliss is the receiver way out on the far side. Still takes it, gives to Plemons. Plemons battles in there and gets the first down. Picks yeah. up about three and a half. Good spin move. Yes, it was. Spin right, move. Joe scoring the Longstreet Cafe scoreboard show. And we're going to have it later on. Longstreet Cafe FCA scoreboard right now. It's Firebranch 7, Jefferson nothing. White Uh-oh. County 7, West Hall nothing. It's all tied 3-3, Buford and Mill Creek. How about that? Yeah, and uh, Parker Carlton made that last stop. Yeah, got him around the ankles. I'll be anxious to see if that flower branch score holds up. Now, the branch has been getting a lot better, but Jefferson's pretty good. First down now at the 36. One wide out. Going to 15 this time, and that's Goss. Goss is going to get about two, maybe three, up to the 39. So they're running the ball pretty effectively as Chester T right now, guys. They're, they're yeah. getting, they've got a pretty decent-sized offensive line. and yeah, They do. North Hall size. making wholesale subs right now that on defense. K.J. Merritt on the stop, number 61. You know, I was going to say, Ron, that Chester T right now looks pretty good running the ball. I mean, they, they're, they're working their, the game plan. They have not made any mistakes. Mm-hmm. And That's so they're, the key. they're moving it on That's that. That's a big uh, thing for Chester T is n- not to make mistakes. Penalties and turnovers, that kind of thing, because that's what really will hurt you. 427 in running here in the first quarter. One wide out on the near side. Still takes it, hands off to Goss. Goss across the first far side. Going to be really close and got a good run that time, a good push. And they got got across behind Contreras and Wilson and Robinson on the far side. Picked up about seven and a half yards for another first down. Boy, North Hall was really jumping around. Did you see the way they jumped around on defense? Yeah, and they they hurt themselves doing that. I think they did too, Ron. First down now, balls at the 47-yard line, 359 left in the first quarter. Chester T getting in in an old-time huddle there, guys, as Colton Steele looks at his guys with their back to the line. Now they come up. One wide out on the far side. Two running backs. Hand to the first guy, Plemons. Plemons tries to go through, gets pushed back by a host of green jerseys. Oh, yeah. 55 was the first guy on him. That was Landon Potter. He's going to give him two yards, though, out to the 49. That was generous. Boy, there were, were like four or five guys that hit him almost at the same time. Well, Joe, right there, you talk about little victories for the War Eagles. Keep getting positive yardage. Yep. The 50-yard line is a big thing for them. Oh, yeah, exactly. 
They're just shy of it at the 49 and got second down and kind of a long eight. Well, you, they are. you would think that Coach Cunningham would love the time of possession. I mean, they've had it for, you know, for almost four minutes now and doing a good job getting the first down. Second down, about eight. One man in motion, Goss, hand off to Plemons. Plemons trying to go inside, nothing happening right there, Gary, at all as the big green machine stopped him after about a yard gain. Went for the quick hitter there. It's just a fullback dive right off of the two-hole there on the right side and only got about a yard or so you, out you of know, that. You know, Gary, you notice the last couple of plays, North Hall hadn't stunted anymore, and they got caught in a stunt. Yep. You know, and they had that long run. Long run. Well, that's the big thing, too. They expected to get three and out. Yeah. And it didn't happen for Justin T. Exactly. That's kind of big right here, third and seven. Yeah, this is the biggest third down conversion they've had. Still right. brings them up. Plemons and Goss. Offset. Plemons right behind him. One wide out of tight end. Going to hand off to Goss. Goss trying to come around this side of the 50. Got the 45, 40, 35. And knocked out of bounds are in the 34-yard line. Big gain in one flag back at the 49. Uh-oh. Now that could be big. And that's one thing Chester cannot afford to do right. is penalties. That's probably a hold. Oh. oh, is that a chop block? Chop block, yeah. Yep. Chop yep. block on Chester T. And, and what they mean by that is one guy was blocking him high and another mm-hmm. one hit him low. low. Mm-hmm. That's a 15-yarder when they do that. Yeah, that. That's the first time we've seen them behind the sticks all night. That'll hurt them right there yes. a lot because that was a big game. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was his first down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what? And that's another thing. And I don't know, maybe the chop block helped in that, but they caught North Hall napping on defense. Yeah, guys, I mean, it's third and seven. You got to figure they're going to go. They're either going to run wide or they're going to go. They're going to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. And uh, they haven't shown any tendency at all to throw the ball tonight. So you had to expect there was going to be a wide sweep, and that's exactly what happened. But the uh, chop block moves them all the way back inside of their just inside of their own thirty-five. Going to be uh, third and about uh, third, that, uh, third twenty. Better twenty-two. Twenty-two now. Yeah, third and twenty-two. Two oh six. Left in the first quarter, North Hall with a 7 nothing lead. One wide out. Goss kind of split out. No empty backfield right there. St- oh, the North Hall defense came in uh, and stopped Goss for a ball. A loss. That was a yeah. stun on the blitz. Yeah. Right in there on that was uh, 44, Dalton Hulsey, the 5'8", 175-pound, and I think it was 34, Matthew Rico. Well, he come through the pull hole. The, guy, the guard was pulling to try to get out in front on the right side and – North Hall came right through the, the hole where he went, and no, there was nobody to pick him up. Brazier, one of the linemen on defense for Chester T, is the punter. Back deep is Riles Perrier for the Trojans with 122 left here in the quarter. Snap is good. Brazier, not much of a rush, a little low-line drive. Going to come down and take a Chester T roll. Bounced it off a player. It hit a North Hall player. Who's going to fall on it on the far end? Battle for it down inside the 20. Let's see who's got it. Watch it. Officials They're getting stop down the, the clock. The pile. They're getting off the bottom. Nobody's signaled anything yet, but I think it's probably going to be North Hall's football as they help folks up down there. So it's going to be North yeah. Hall, I believe. Well, somebody saved it. Now it turned out to be a great punt. Oh, no, it did. <laughs> it was over. I think it was going to be around 50 yards. Yeah. Well, and, and North Hall almost got caught in a trap and helped Chester yeah, T. out right absolutely. there. Absolutely. Uh, sure. I couldn't see. I saw it bounce off a helmet, but it, apparently the ruling was it bounced off the North Hall helmet because there was a mad scramble for that ball. First down, ball is inside the 20 at about the 17-yard line, 105 in the quarter. A little bit of a breeze here at North Hall, but the rain continues to come down. One, two, three wideouts. Hand off to Ruth. Ruth right up the middle. Got stuck immediately. By number the front 10. line. Number 10. On number the 10. Ben Plemons, that middle linebacker, came in and filled the gap between Carlson and Brazier and made the tackle. North Hall leading 7-0 elsewhere on the scoreboard. Mill Creek now over Buford 10-3. And Lakeview Academy over Lanier Christian 7-0. Wow. Local game right there between those two private schools. North Hall will bring up Tanner Marsh in the shotgun. You'll have one wide out. Everybody else in tight. No backs. Per year's in moving. He, Marsh keeps it himself. But look at that defense from Chester T, fellas. They come in there and read that like everything, like a little book, and knock him down for only about a yard gain. His second down, or third down, is seven now. Yeah, that was in large print there. When <laughs> it was. Had the empty backfield, and it was a design run for Marsh, and Chester T had it well diagnosed right up the middle. They tried to run against the strength of the Chester T defense. 
Well, they've got some size in there. Only like 79, Nate Brazier, 6'2", 235, anchoring the defensive line there. Four wideouts, two on either side. Marsh back to pass. Finds Perrier on the, and here at the 32 and run out of bounds for the first down. Needed about seven and got about uh, nine out to the 30, maybe the 31. You know, spotted at the 32, they say he stepped out of bounds. And that's the quarter. End of the first quarter. Glad. Yep. Thank you, Gary. Yep, 7 nothing in favor of Northall. We're back in the second quarter. One minute on 97.5 Glory FM. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a closed game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED induct air purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org. Slash black and blue. Time now to start the second quarter for North Hall. North Hall will have it. Swipped in, swapped ends are going right to left this time on your radio dial. They're going to hand off to Tate Ruth, and Tate Ruth's going to get about three on the first down play out to the 35. It'll be second down and seven. They were just recognizing the North Hall ladies softball team. They'll be in the playoffs beginning next week against Lovett. Talk about how it's almost basically a JV team. That was Hayden Sullins. A sophomore mm-hmm. who reached around and grabbed him as he came through the line, Joe. He's a starting defensive end for Coach Cunningham's group tonight. We're just thinking a couple of years, this team will be really experienced. Exactly. That'd be pretty good. Three wideouts, two on the near side, balls on the far hash mark. Hand off to Marsh, or snap back to Marsh. He takes it, runs to the far side, picks up about six, out to about the 41. Looks like he's about a yard short. Of the first down, look, was that number 13 that made the tackle over yes, on the far side? Yes, it was. Reigns knocked him down. That was not a bad fake by Marsh that nope, time. No, it was, it was a fake. good fake. And uh, gave him some running room, so it's third and one. Marsh comes over, gets the play like y'all, trot back, trots back out. 20 seconds on the play clock. With all of this running, it's been a really quick game yes, so it far. Yes, Well, you think about it, guys. We've a quarter in almost two minutes and less than... 25 minutes, they go right up the middle. He to didn't get it. He, didn't, he, didn't he get may it. not, you know, according to the line man there, uh, are they blowing they, it dead? They haven't blown it yet, dead yet. And they, and they right there, according to Ricky Welch, the line judge on the far side came in. He's still about a half yard short. Now, what do you do here if you're North Hall? Now, nah, you go for it. I think you, I think they probably will, too. Goss is on the bottom of that pile. But if they don't get it, what a shot. Oh, yeah, that yeah. Now, that, that could be. Now, they are going to spot it a good uh, it's a yard. A good yard shot. Now, there's yes, a 41. Sir. Got to get to the 42. He got he got the length of the football. That's all he got. Yeah. Well, he got about uh, got about 30 inches to go there. So just a little bit over that hash mark. Fourth down. Ten minutes exactly left here in the first second quarter. Excuse me. Two wideouts, one on either side. Oh, it's over his head. Terrible snaps. Got to get on it. Who's got it? It's going to be with Chesapeake's ball. Regardless, Tanner Marsh fell on it. Well, because of the change of downs right there, it'll be Chester T's football with the bad snap over Tanner Marsh's head. Inside the 30 at the, the 29. First wow. turnover of the night. Now, <laughs> you know, we talked about you get it or you not, but at least if you don't get it, you give them it, the ball sort of at midfield. But now with a terrible snap like that, yep. I mean, he had no chance. But, again, That's... North Hall keeps committing these kind of mistakes. Yep. Well, and it, it bit them bad against Madison County, but we knew what Madison County was capable of with that triple option offense. These guys, this has just been a ground and pound right now, but you can't be giving them a ball on your own 29. First down at the 29, under center still. One wide out on the far side, put Goss in motion. Going to hand off to Plemons. Right up, oh, hand off to Goss. Goss went the other way with it. And he handed off really quick to Goss, and Goss got about five yards up to about the 25-yard line. Well, that's the old Bob Christmas misdirection in Yes, here. it was. Is it, yeah. Zeke Harris, so senior, 6'2", 185-pound linebacker there. We caught about this year, haven't we? Yes, we have. Yeah, that was, well, like a, that was like a trap play there. Harris is averaging 10 tackles a game. 
this season. That's one of those that, as he came across, he stuck it in his gut in a hurry. And we got a, went around we got the far got officials timeout here. See what we got. Well, we got a timeout here. A scoreboard for you. It's 10-10. Buford and Mill Creek of the second up in Cleveland. White County on top of West Hall, 10 nothing. Now, whatever it was, I got it straightened out. I think it was something with might the play have been clock. It might have been equipment or something. 9-21 well, in the quarter. They were pointing at the play clock, Second so down. I think it was an issue there. Six yards to go. Balls at the 25-yard line. Still under center. They also won one side. Plemons behind the quarterback. And I fake it. Looking to throw. Still throws it over here. Get complete. And stumbling down is Plemons at around the 18-yard line. And That's the first pass first. of the night, isn't it? Yes, it, yes, is. it is. And it's a first down. A wobbly one. They said the Colton is not the greatest passer in the world, but he threw that wobbly <laughs> that one out a, there to an a, open man. That was a Joe Cap pass there. <laughs> no, no, that was a Joe Gailey pass right yeah. there, no doubt. <laughs> wobbly yeah, Joe, one. he's learning how to play quarterback. Yes, he is. That's Parker Carlton on the stop there, but if he hadn't have knocked him down, he, he could have got his feet back up under him. Ooh. Yep, it might have been a really game. interesting situation. First down for the War Eagles at the 18-yard line. 8.45 in the quarter as the rain continues to come down. Going to misdirection the other side to Goss. Goss is going to be hit right at the 19, so he lost the yard. Patterson got him. Patterson made that tackle. Yep. Yeah, that was a good tackle. He hit him right about the right about the thigh pads, knocked mm-hmm. him right back down. So he knocked him backwards, didn't allow him to fall forward, so a loss of a yard. Trey at a linebacker position, filled that gap very well on the far side there in between Carlson and Magala and was able to knock him down for a yard loss. Second and 11 now for the War Eagles. They're showing a little bit of grit, aren't they? Yeah. Bradshaw split out wide to this side. Two two running backs going to hand off to the man up the middle, and he's not going to have anything, maybe a yard, if that much, maybe back to the line of scrimmage. 28 carrier. Number number 28, that was Isaiah Ledford. First time of the night we've seen Isaiah in the game. Oh, it's nice to see an old-fashioned huddle down there, Gary. You see that? I tell you, yeah. We haven't seen that much this year. It's nice to see that. That's like the old Kansas City Chiefs huddle. Exactly. Lynn Dawson looking at the opposing team. Yeah. The offense with their backs to the opponents. You realize how badly you just dated yourself. Exactly. I I remember it. We call it the Hank Stram huddle. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Now, we're going to have a timeout on the field. And it's going to be a timeout for Chester T. We'll take it with him. We're back in 30 seconds of North Hall, 97.5 Glory FM. Are you thinking about buying or building a new home? There are several really good reasons you should make it an energy-efficient right choice home from Jackson EMC, including energy savings backed by two warranties, quality control built right into the home, and added value for the life of the home. It's all part of Jackson EMC's promise to provide the highest levels of comfort and energy efficiency. That's why a right choice home is the best choice for you, only from Jackson EMC. That's right. And back here at North Alton at 30 second timeout. Scoreboard time for you guys. Up in Hiawassee, it is 7 nothing Johnson over Towns County. Over to East Forsyth, it's all North Oconee. Titans 23, Broncos nothing first quarter. And West Hall just scored, Mike, up at Cleveland. 10 7 then, right? Well, it's 10-6, uh, extra point pending, I guess. 7.30 here in the second quarter. North Hall leading 7-0. Chester T on the drive after the turnover, third down 11. They run a man on late, two wide outs on the far side. Going to hand off or double reverse, go inside, hand off to number seven. That is Brian Silguero, and Silguero gets about two up to the 18, from the 19 to the 17, excuse yeah, me. 34, Matthew Arceo. 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 Mm-hmm. He won it, little, uh, he's recognized it right away and pulled him down, so he didn't gain a lot. That was a counter. Yeah, It went one way, handed it to the guy, and he came back and handed it another way. It wasn't a full reverse, more of a counter. Well, they, they were slow developing it. It was almost like you could stand there and watch it develop, and North Hall was all over it. Now you got fourth down. Fourth down. Of course, they're going for it. Nine yards to go, but they're well inside the red zone. So it's fourth and about nine. Eight and a half, maybe, still under center. One wide out. Goes to the far side, gave it to Goss. Goss trying to come inside. North Hall gang tackles at the 15. So it'll be North Hall's football after about a two- or three-yard game. North Hall will take over on possession. And they saved themselves, Joe, after that turnover. Yes, they did. Well, and a, and a couple of a couple of plays that didn't get any yards for after they got a, a couple of first downs there. 
I got the first down and didn't uh, help themselves any for Chester T. Well, both teams have turned it over on downs in the last uh, about two minutes, a little over two minutes of playing time. 6.36, Marsh Backets in the shotgun with Ruth behind him. Four wideouts, balls on the far hash mark. Snap to Marsh, give off to Ruth. Ruth trying to come to this side. Seguero comes in and he makes the tackle at the 13. Yes, it is. Well, that's the turf. Yep. Turf's getting a little slippery now because it's been kind of steady since uh, about yeah. the middle of the first quarter like right. this. So it's going right. to get slippery tonight. See a little fine glaze on the turf down there. So Garrow got a blist in there. And, you know, the defense for uh, Chester teams filling in the gaps nicely for Coach, Coach Stewart Cunningham's team. Well, one of Tate's strengths is his ability to make those sharp cuts. And this field's kind of negated that right now. Marsh in the empty backfield looking to pass over the top, getting pressure. Throws it deep over the top. Corbin Sosby, call in and out of his hands. Great defense. Yeah, yeah, That's it, Bradshaw. Yep, number 13, yeah. Eli Reigns. Reigns. He's back yeah, there. And what, what what hurt that was it was underthrown. He if had he to turn, it. Sosby had to turn around to catch it, and Reigns was able to get yep, that. Yeah, Reigns put his hands between uh, the receiver's hands. Yep. Yeah, if he leads him, he may have six. That was a, not a great pass. He's got the wind blowing in, in towards him a little bit, so a second down and third down now. In about 12. In about 12, yeah, after that running play on the first one. 5.56 now. North Hall leads it 7 to nothing. Flip-flop on the defense. They've got their line up there now. One man in motion. That's Kemp. Marsh back to pass. Looking. Got pressure on the far side. Looking. Trying to direct traffic. Got pressure again. Gets hit late and got it to a man close to the first down mark. Breaking Kirby. He's short. Yeah, he's going to be short by about two yards. The pass is complete to the 23. Breaking Kirby. So about a Good 10-yard game, but it's still going to be fourth down and two. Good pass protection there, by mm-hmm. the way. Yeah. Well, Kirby's a big target. See what they do. It's fourth down and two. See what they punt it or what they're going to do right here. They're kind of running in a different group. Yeah, they're The punter going, is uh, Parker going, Dale. Yeah, they're going to punt Park, it. Parker's out there, so they're going to punt it. Play a little defense. Yeah. Got to watch the snap again, guys. You know, they, that's what happened a while ago on that fourth down play. They snapped it over the head of Tanner Marsh. So it's fourth down at the North Hall. 28-yard line. Parker Dale stands inside his 10 at about the 8. He'll strike. Oh, low. He had to skip it off the turf. Got it. Kicked it about the 11, but a little short kick is going to go sideways, and the guy on the sideline caught it out of bounds at around the 39-yard line is where they're going to say it's out of bounds. I don't know if the long snapper is losing the grip, but he went high, then he went low, and then that was another bad punt. Well, you know, there's they got people over there keeping it dry, but you wonder if it's raining that much, it might be the towels might not be staying dry. Wow. Well, we'll take a timeout. Back in 10 seconds for station identification. Here on 97.5 Glory FM. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. All right, let's see where the market goes. That was a two-yard punt. <laughs> yeah, they, might, they say it went yep. out. They say it went out back at the with third. The angle, with the angle, that's only a two-yard punt, Gary. It's it's call. It was 28, yep. yeah. 28 to the 30, so Chesterfield will have it after a – that'll hurt the average of Parkerdale for sure. Well, they didn't use the last one down deep. Let's see if they can use Golden this one. Golden Steel takes it, hands off to Plemons. Plemons plows through, gets down to the 25 before he's knocked down. Five-yard gain for the Chesterfield War Eagles. That big line of Carlson, Magala, Robinson, Contreras – and Jordan's doing a pretty decent job up there for the War Eagles well, so far. Well, this is something we surely did not expect. Mm. No, uh, with, no. With only four now, minutes left in the half, and it's only 7 nothing Trojans. Now, if you're North Hall, you're thinking, we should have just went for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, well, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It couldn't have been any, hardly any worse. Two-yard game. Four oh. minutes, 20 seconds. One man out wide to the near side. That's going to be number one, Isaiah Glass. One man in the backfield puts a man in motion. Going to hand off to Plemons. Plemons across the 25 down to about the 24, 23. Be third down and about three. Yeah, there was a lot of people now at North Hall rotating in and out. Yeah, look at all these people. These personnel that's coming in and out. They're, they're doing they, about They did the whole, whole, almost the whole defensive line just mm-hmm. then. You know, the bad thing about playing on this artificial surface, you don't get a muddy uniform out of it. You know, you Is that just, a bad thing? That's a bad thing. Oh, yeah. You want to look like you play. Yeah. Exactly. You want to make everybody know you played. <laughs> That's exactly. right. You know, we used to have fun playing in the ring. Playing the slop. Was... Hey, we used to, when I, you know, when I was warming the bench, we'd go waller in the mud just to make people think we played. <laughs> 333 coming up on the, the play here. Third down, three yards to go. Misdirection. Going to hand off. 
Zeppelin. Oh, he slid down around the 21. He was only about a yard shy. That was number 13. It looked like number 13 it that is. time. Eli Raines coming and from the receiver is going to be a yard short. Yeah, that yeah. was Jake Clark, a junior linebacker, bringing him up shy. It's going to be obviously going and for the, Oh, you got to go for this. Yeah. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, he would have got it if he had his feet hadn't flew out from under him. So that's one thing. That's that's another bad thing about this artificial surface is it it'll get you can't plant. And, you can't. Yeah, it, it, when it gets wet, it's slick. Here he goes, two fifty six. Colton still. Plemons behind him. Puts a man in motion. Gonna pitch back over on the far side to Goss. Goss across the twenty. The eighteen and knocked down for the first down. I tell you, the War Eagles are fired up now. Yes. He he got around that far side. Looked like number eleven for was the it, Trojans it, had to bring him down there. Was Zeke Harris? It was Harris. It was Harris. Eight. Okay. Uh, Zeke uh, chased him down over there, but I'm telling you, if Harris hadn't caught him right there at the 18, he was inside the 10. Mm-hmm. Second down, first down, excuse me, inside the 20 at the 18 in the red zone. Two minutes, 32 seconds left here until halftime. 7 nothing Trojans, the only score coming back in the first quarter. Going to hand off this time to the big back all the way down to the 15. That was number 28, Isaiah Ledford. That time the Trojans... Excuse me, Joe. That time the Trojans loaded up the line there, and they know that Chester T is going to run the ball down here close. Yeah, and they they were ready that time. He ran into a team meeting. A team meeting. I like that, Ron. That's good. Two minutes exactly now left in the quarter. Second down, seven yards to go. Ball's at the 15. And got to get down to about the eight-yard line for the first down. 14 on the play clock. Gentlemen, we played a 35-minute first half. Yes, we have. It's been a little while since that's happened. Split two guys out to the near side. Plemons the running back. Goss in the slot. Hand off to Plemons. Plemons dives down to the 10 for the play. Got about uh, four, maybe five yards down to the 11. I don't know who hit him first, but Harris probably hit him last. Well, there was a lot of people. A lot of people. Third down, three yards to go now. Under two minutes at Munn 25 and running here. If they score right before halftime and tie this thing up, that'll shock North Georgia, I would think, gentlemen. Well, I'm telling you, too. And it'll shock the region for sure. And remember, North Hall wanted the kickoff. Mm-hmm. So, Chester T going to get it first yeah, exactly uh, right. First crack at it in the second half. One wide out far. Segaria in close on the hash. And off to Plemons. Plemons down across. They got the first, first down, down. Down to about the seven. It'll stop it right at the one-minute mark. Plemons, I tell you what, guys. Magala, Robinson, and Contreras doing a well of a job. On the right side of that line for the War Eagles. You know, youth works both ways, guys. Mm-hmm. You know, if you get these young kids fired up and mm-hmm. thinking they can do something, then <laughs> by George, they're going to get out and give against, it their best especially shot. Especially against their neighbors. Yep. Yeah. And that is exactly what I was thinking there. It gets that young guys to get them fired up and all that. That's a cool thing. So here's one thing they have never worked on, I bet you, is time management. Yep. First, Four, first 40 and seconds, goal. 13 on the play clock. Still takes it. Hands off. No, they misdirection the far side, but nothing going to happen there. They're going to have to burn a timeout as he gets pushed back. He got met at the seven, yeah, and it'll man, be a timeout by Chester T yeah. right there. Stuart Cunningham came running on the field to call the timeout. Yep, the timeout, Chester T. 29 seconds left. Right here, Joseph, give you some scores. That right now it's tied 7-7, Jefferson and Flyer Branch. White County on top of West Hall, 17-7 right now. That game up in Cleveland. I just want to tell you, too, Joe. With all due respect to the Cottrell family, everybody who's got the artificial surface in the county, go back to one place. Would you trade artificial surface for what is that city park? When we first saw that thing put in, that is as good a turf as there yeah. is anywhere. With the drainage system, you could pull out. Well, first game we were broadcast there, that field, mm-hmm. it rained two inches before the game. Yep. And the field was almost dry by kickoff time. It, it's, it's, it's amazing. And, of course, they've got that field turfing. And and, can, and got to the Barrett kid David that does a super job with it, taking care of it and everything. And, you know, if, if you had a field and a field crew to take care of it like Gainesville does, sure you'd probably want that. But as many things that everybody plays now, yes, you know, with with, with football, soccer. soccer, and then lacrosse some, coming yeah, into the picture. Some people you know, lacrosse. You're right. Gainesville's doing it now, so you know it, it yeah. makes a big thing. Twenty nine seconds. Chester T has one timeout left, and they have the ball. Second down at the at the North Hall seven. Well, if you've got a short pass, now now's the time to pull it out of your hip pocket. One receiver far side, two running backs behind Steele. Steele misdirection, going to pass it, looking to the far side. Now he's going to run down to the five, knock down at the five exactly, and it'll be mm-hmm. third down. And they may have to burn another one. Twenty-three seconds. They're going to have to call a timeout pretty quick or clock it pretty quick. Which means down in the ball. 
really quickly. Now they There's another timeout out by Chester T with 16 seconds left. Our old friend Dave Bishop standing up here Chester behind us. Good deal. Here's what happened. He saw the hold and went for it, but then yeah. Noah Hall, to their credit, closed it down. We can yeah. at least get three out of this. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that and uh, you know, third down, but you you got one play left. Well, well you got you got two if you could throw it in the end zone. And yeah, exactly. If you if you can go for the pass. Right. And but do they have any timeouts? No, no that's no, the that's last it. one. That was their last one. Yeah. So you uh, this one you, you're either you're going you're either going for a pass or you're going for broke. Right. Well, and I think you got to pass it. You can't so get that sacked. It, yeah. So that if you and you can't get sacked exactly, so it's got to be a quick hitter either way. Dave, a little slant yeah. pattern. Kick, kick it now, or go for it. Well. He's thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, 16 seconds. I think you got time for a play, but you gotta you gotta throw it in the end zone. Yeah, you got yeah. to. You gotta throw it in the end zone. Colton still goes back over to see Coach Cunningham real quick. Because you can't even clock it. Because this brings if you don't make it, it's fourth down. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Third down now. Five yards to go to the end zone. 16 seconds. Still under center with a single setback. Clemens one two wideouts. Now, Coach. Pender's going to call a timeout for the Trojans. Well, I, he just wanted to see what they were lining up. Yep. Well, they didn't snap the ball. Why did the clock start? Exactly. The clock, the clock. started, and I shouldn't have. Yeah, shouldn't, it should go have back started. to 16. Yeah. Yeah, she, they should reset. I think yeah, and Coach Cunningham sees it. He's going over and saying something to the far side official right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah they've they they reset it. It's back at 16. Yeah, so hey, how about that? The broadcast crew caught something, didn't <laughs> we? Huh? Exactly. Good job, fellas. Good job. Good job. Yeah, Johnson's up on uh, Towns County now, 13 nothing. That's a battle of the new coach, Coach Sherrell, and the co- and old coach, Coach Rockmore. Yeah. The Rock. And the Knights looking for their third win of the season. Well, and, and you know, t- uh, to uh, Coach Rockmore's kind of turned Towns County around, but, you know, they've unfortunately lost their quarterback this year. I think Mike was he telling me earlier. He came back a couple of days ago, I understand, but yeah. he has a, a bad elbow now. Ah, mm, gotcha. Well, and co- uh, Coach Sherrell's really, really got him going down at Johnson, and, all credit to them. Glad and it don't matter if it's a quality versus a, a lower division Class A team. A win's a win if you look at that. Exactly. Absolutely. When you, when you hadn't won in a while, you'd mm-hmm. be playing a, a single A whoever. Just look at that. Win's a win. <laughs> oh, Jerry Clower used to say, a while. A while. Exactly. 16 Before seconds. this year. Still, still, the quarterback, two wideouts. Runs it. Going to look to pass. He rolls out to the far side. Throws it in the middle. Oh, it's knocked down. A man was open just for a split second. It's incomplete, but 12 seconds remain, so they got a chance to try and kick the field that goal. That was pretty good pass defense by Noel Hall. What was the number knocked it down there, Ron? I, I, I didn't. I couldn't tell. I was looking to see. I was watching the ball the whole way, and then I was looking to see if it was going to deflect to somebody. He had one of, the, one of the taller DBs back there. Yeah, Carrick or Davis or free back there. North Hall had to do it to prevent a possible tie ball game. Exactly. Half okay, here you go. Now they're going to reach for three. All right. In the middle of the field. Charlie Bradshaw's like going to hold it. Just a little longer than an extra point. Isaiah Glass is the kicker. About a 23-yarder. Snap, hold, the kick is up. He's going to be short. He's partially blocked, and it comes down with nine seconds. And North Hall is lucky to escape. No points from Chester T right there. But now the Warriors, you've got to protect the ball now. Don't let them go long on you. Nine seconds, and they've got a full host of timeouts. they got two left. But they only got nine (laughs) seconds. I wonder if they're just going to run it in there. And see if something happens, then they might use a timeout. Because here you don't want to take a chance on it, should go out to the 20. It's blocked, they, they, they've got the ball spotted. Now they're going to bring it to the 20. Yeah, that's hard to say. Way back there, yeah, it was about a 22 23 yard attempt, and somebody came through and put a finger on it. Yeah, or maybe a half a hand because mm-hmm. they, didn't, they didn't block it all the way because it was it was headed for the goalpost, but it went wide and short. Mm-hmm. North Hall have it. See what they do. Two wideouts, one on either side. Ruth to the right of his quarterback, Marsh. Marsh looking to throw. Steps up, throws a long one, wobbly one, and it's going to be caught but out of bounds. Incomplete. One second. They let it run out, and that'll be the end of your first half, I do believe, unless uh, White Hat puts any time on there. They're going to say... Two seconds on the clock, I do believe. Yeah, he's pointing. He's pointing up. He's putting. He's pointing. Yep, that's going to be your quarter right there, fellas. Okay. Well, there you go. They're going to hand it to wow. play, and he'll hold the ball up. What a half! Hey, it took us. What, what it took you, us almost as long to play that last five minutes as it did to play the whole rest of the half. A whole half of football in less than forty-five minutes, gentlemen. That's pretty cool. So it's halftime here for the Brickyard at North Hall Lincoln Trail Stadium. Halftime scored a battle of Highway 60. It is North Hall seven, Chesapeake nothing. We're back. 
in two minutes with the United Community Bank Halftime Report on 97.5 Glory FM.